0: Well, here we find ourselves in early January improbably getting to talk about another Georgia National Championship game. If you had said last year on January the 10th that Georgia was going to be undefeated on January the 1st, 2023, having just beat Ohio State, the one team that everyone said that they had to beat, probably couldn't beat because of the talent and how talented Ohio State is, how fast they are, and how much they are built to beat a team like Georgia, you would be wrong. And here we are, staring down the barrel of going to L.A., playing Texas Christian University, of all teams, for a chance to become the first back-to-back national champion in the college football playoff era.
1: What's up, Georgia football fans? You are listening to episode 338 of the Waiting Since Last Saturday podcast. That voice you just heard was none other than my co-host, Tony Waller. My name is Scott Duvall, and you will be hearing... From my other co-host Will Leach, very very soon. This is a, a hybrid show. It's a post-game look back at that epic Peach Bowl, Peach Bowl college football playoff win, forty-two to forty-one, with the Dogs beating Ohio State, and a look forward to the national championship game versus the TCU Hypno Frogs. <laughs> Uh, no toads. <laughs> yeah. Hypnotodes. toads toads well, Those are the horned frogs and the hypnos. Let me get through this intro, and we'll get into all the I don't care what
2: happens in this game. I just don't want them to lose and have their Twitter account go oh, after know. us. I know. So uh, I don't want to see that weird dancing frog.
1: Here's Will to get it all started.
2: Pew, pew, pew. Sorry, that's the sound of a shootout. There's nothing that will make you feel old, older than the TCU Twitter accounts. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure my kids understand this. <laughs> I mean, um, that's Kermit. Um, hello, everyone! A uh, happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Uh, I would ask how everyone's New Years were, but don't remember. I think I know. Yeah. <laughs> I think you knew know. what
1: we were doing at the <laughs> at the drop of the ball, literally
2: at the exact moment. Mm-hmm. And now, it is worth noting that Tim Burke, who put who my my former Deadspin colleague who put together that great synced mm-hmm. video, uh, he generally does like to note that because of the way that things are generally synced, it probably all happened in twenty twenty two. Like, it looks like because it was synced to the television, the ball dropping, that it actually uh, – the point is, is is there was enough of a delay mm-hmm. that the actual – it aired at that time. But all that probably happened right before it actually all dropped. It's just when it actually aired, whatever, how many 30-second delay. But whatever, it's much cooler that the kick went up in the air in 2022 and fell in 2023, which is basically what – if you stick it up to television, which is canon, frankly – Uh, that's all that matters Um, and in in
1: what three or four years it'll definitely be I think it's that now that'll be the narrative I think it's
2: that now Uh, I I think it is um, a four hour game what can you even say about that game we'll break it down but I want to do the macro part of this uh, as I tend to do in these things um we have spent a lot of time, I've always kind of used Alexa as my proxy on this, of like, when are the close games coming? Everything is so, like even the LSU game, which was had things to be worried about and was a 20-point game, but it was also a blowout and kind of dull mm-hmm. uh, in a lot of ways. Um, the, the, the Missouri game was the exciting game this year, and even that felt like a <laughs> fluke, everything falling apart. And we've kind of poo pooed that notion to be like, listen, you win the national championship, you keep winning, all that matters is the W. And that is, of course, true. No here, no one here would be upset if Georgia would have beat Ohio State by the way they beat Tennessee, right. for example. No one would be upset. But it's special now. It is special now. And I'm and i and I'm sorry, but like... I'm sorry I'm giggling. It's just so dumb. <laughs> it's special now. Like, it is, it, this is, first of all, they, Can't freaking lose to TCU now, but we'll get into that too. But, like, that is something. I'm gonna do a cardinal thing real quick. That's fine. In 2011, when they won a lot of people were really frustrated 2012 is a better example when they beat remember they beat the Nationals they came back that crazy game against the Nationals and it was this incredible comeback but a lot of people were like Jesus don't the Cardinals have enough and when you experience it you're like no this is amazing this is better than the stuff before that is what that was that was like listen I don't we can have the debates whether it's better than the Oklahoma game. Uh, I would argue yes, yeah, um, which is an amazing thing it's a crazy to say. Notion <laughs> to think about, but to to have that happen, and we'll get into that's bolts effect The fact that like Georgia I think, was outplayed for most of the game, uh, but like that's what happens. That's why this is fun because there's so many legendary little moments. From from the from the uh, from the open pass downfield of uh, of the of the back falling down to of course the timeout which I feel like oh. the timeout is going to be like the thing when Kirby retires as long as they beat TCU they will talk about that timeout mm-hmm. and it was culminating in literally the field goal missing as the clock strikes midnight. In Atlanta, uh, it is—it is special. This whole season is special, and now it's unique. It's not now. This season is not just hey, let's go out and win another one. It'd be nice to win another one. I don't remember it. We all had that moment, and Tony. We were all texting throughout the game, and I think I, I was worried. I was really worried when Tony sent the text. Yeah, Tony sent see. a text saying we're losing this game, which mm-hmm. is exactly what I was thinking at that exact moment. He said the quiet part out loud. Yeah, and it got worse later. Yeah, <laughs> it got worse after that. So I don't think there's any question that that. And listen, we were already rationalizing, right? At that mm-hmm. point, like whatever. It's been a long year, Ohio State. This was this game they've been waiting all year for them to play. Stroud was unbelievable. That you just sometimes like it's frustrating, and there'll be some questions in the offseason, But no one's going to walk away being like, oh, "What a failure! What a bunch of chokers! Or how terrible!" Uh, if we would have understood, it would have been frustrating. You gotta win now. <laughs> After that game, you've got. To win because that game made all of this special and unique to this year, to this specific year. I would argue one of my uh, one of my favorite people to watch on uh, – one of my favorite things to watch in this game was Stetson when he wasn't playing. Mm-hmm. He says it was very emotional in a way that he's he's always excitable, but like he was super oh, yeah. emotional, high and low, in ways that were actually kind of worrisome at times. He would make a bad pass, and he would get really upset and really kind of dialed up. And after he made the interception, he's like, that's me, that's me. But then it didn't really get a lot better out of that, and it felt like he was maybe dialed a little bit too high, I would argue argue, even higher than when we were concerned about him in the Alabama National Championship game. I figured he was super, super dialed up. But then that comes back around too, and he comes back around in perfect. It is... I think it's my favorite game as a Georgia fan. And uh, and again, I have a shorter time frame than you guys do. So and the, But I've seen some pretty great ones yeah. during that time. I think it was the most... It, uh, t- listen... They the, the, they were behind in the Oklahoma game, but you never felt they were out of it. They were behind in the Alabama game, but you never really felt they were out of it. I thought they were done. Mm-hmm. I thought they were done. I think Ohio State—I wouldn't say Ohio State deserved to win the game, but Ohio State was—they did everything they wanted to do, and Georgia had a bunch of problems doing anything they wanted to do. Georgia kept getting people hurt throughout the game. They started to kind of wear down. You could see the momentum going against them. Oh, damn if they didn't pull the damn thing out anyway, like like they were an underdog, and I think that was the most fun part about this is, the, the thing that's been kind of not as purely pleasurable about this team as awesome been as they want. They've never been an underdog. they've never felt like really against even Missouri. You're like, okay, if they can just hold this off, we'll get it back on track. I thought they were toast. you thought they were toast, you thought they were toast. don't lie, people listening. I know you thought they were toast too. Deep down, I bet the coaching staff and the players thought they were toast. Stetson looked like he thought they were toast several times in this game. To come back from that, to win a game that you probably should have lost, but to do it like that, it's incredible. And to do it at the stroke of midnight in Atlanta... To make the national champions game. It was I think it was the most it's the most fun I've had as a Georgia fan. And this year has not it's been fun, they keep winning, but it hasn't been anything like that. This game made it different. This game made the season special and uh, it made its own unique thing and now um now you gotta win it to, to justify the whole thing.
0: Well I mean I, I'm I'm glad you brought up the thing you said about Alexa because my my overriding thought at one thirty in the morning was well. I hope Alexa is now entertained. <laughs> oh, she's happy um, now. <laughs> so, but you know, I, I, you bring up two good points. The first is I'm glad you talked about something you've talked about in the past about as a Cardinal fan how special 2011 wasn't. Just felt different. Yeah. We aren't there yet. We have to win next Monday in in uh, Los Angeles for that to be the case. But This has the makings of that right now because you had a team that was dominant through the season. You had a team that. Face adversity once and overcame it. Um, has looked shaky, but ended up facing the team, and things broke a certain way, so they had to face the team. That the one team that everyone all season says that's the team Georgia can't beat, and face them. And everyone was right except for 109 minutes of the 109 seconds of the game, yeah. and, and that was saw the team at their best selves. Yeah. That was the best they've been. That's the team that Ohio State fans have been really frustrated that they haven't been all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah, that team. Yeah, that was, and that's exactly right. Now I think some Ohio State fans will, will say that I, I think the objective college football observer will say that both teams played really, really well. Both teams, uh, Ohio State, you have to give Ryan Day credit. He came up with a whole different game plan. Like what they did running Stroud, what they because I've I've been saying for a week and a half or two and a half weeks or however long it's been. Well, you know, yeah. you get pressure on Stroud, he gets off schedule. He can run, but he doesn't He's, want to run. He doesn't want to run. I don't know it's so whole around a bunch. Yeah, yeah. And wasn't afraid to do it, especially late in the game. Um and on top of that, I I think it was interesting to me that Georgia continued to try to get pressure without blitzing much, much the same way they did in the second half against LSU. It worked out. That's great. But it was just weird weird to me that we didn't. Blitzing. We finally did. And of course, Stroud broke some, but we also got them off schedule, especially that last drive, um, and, and I think got in day's head a little bit as far as trying to throw the ball because it's like, I can't lose any more yards. I'm going to have to run the ball here. Um, the, the other thing that really stands out to me is that this team, Kirby's been talking about how this team is special, and this team comes together, and this team really is different. We we saw that yeah, the, Kirby looked like I mean Kirby, the the players looked. There was a point where maybe Carter and Stackhouse were sitting on the bench. I remember that shot. Yeah, they and they both looked. I wouldn't say dejected, mm-hmm. but they also looked like okay, coming to realization with some some truths in that moment. And I think that might have been when I sent the text. Um, but once they got the glimmer of hope, a little half second, a crack in the door. Yeah. They're like, you know what? We're going to make this crack bigger, and we're going through it. And I, I can you cannot, cannot underplay the importance of that timeout. Oh, yeah, I know nice. Ohio State's had 12 people on the field. Yeah, but they weren't going to call it. We also had 12 people on the field. Go back and count. I did. <laughs> wow. So, Good call. I heard that so here's the thing. I said last week that it's going to come down to coaching. I still think it did. Oh, yeah. Kirby out Coach Day, not the entire game, yeah. but when it mattered. Because I think they got in his head a little bit on the, especially that last drive, when when the it looked like Georgia was really selling out to, to make them throw the ball down the field. Obviously the timeout, noticing that there was some sort of weirdness going on with the with the pump formation. Um, I think Seth y'all drink. Uh, Seth wrote a, a, a really good paragraph and a half about that and how that it doesn't exercise demons, but it it harkens to how. Kirby Smart has grown as a coach. Makes you not want to
2: bring up the Justin Fields bit. It does not. That anymore, yeah, that right? guy played some
0: <laughs> Um But then also, as a fan, that was a fun football game. Oh mm-hmm. I can't deal with many of them and I keep saying, hey, I'll take a one-point win. Well, <laughs> I guess we're testing the boundaries of that now. But um, I, I I just remember thinking, uh, so we, my wife and I, were Crystal and I were watching the TV upstairs and the kids were in the basement. Well, they were like, a split second in front of us. So they started yelling. So I knew, I knew what was going to happen because it's like, I heard them screaming. And then like literally first off, I had walked the varnish off my hardwood floor in front of the couch. And then, you know, my wife comes and tackles me. And then like my daughter comes upstairs and tackles me because we were just, we were just so flabbergasted at this. That was fun guys. This is the fun times. And we have the opportunity as the university of Georgia, as a football team, as a football program to go do something that no one else has done, and that is win back-to-back championships in the college football playoff era. It was hard, hard, hard to do back in the, in the pre-when uh, it was just the bowl coalition. Right. It was hard to do in the football, the original iteration of the football playoff because you had to get picked from one of those two teams. I'd suggest it's harder to do now because you got to you got to win two games to get there. No, you just beat Michigan, they'd be sad this year right <laughs> in the pre era, they just played Michigan this year yeah they, just and, played Michigan right. right that's exactly right this would be over already right of course last um, year they
2: wouldn't have accepted the game at all but whatever whatever that's a whole different thing
0: <laughs> um, so it's um, I, I do want to say I, I underappreciated how classy uh, how classy a person Stroud is I didn't think he was not classy yeah. I just was like I just underappreciated yeah. some of the stuff he said after the game. Oh, Man, that dude is, like, and he just he played his tail off. That's, and it, he, was and like, I mean, it was unbelievable. Look, all, like before you come at me, I know there's Ohio of people out there who's like, "But Harrison injury, okay, sure, yeah. but Darnell's injury, and I, like I'm, I'm fine with that. I mean, that foot, injuries are part of football. Um, Georgia had another page to turn to in the playbook that Ohio State didn't have, and. Whether that's coaching, whether that's talent, whether that's scheme, whatever that is, Georgia had it. And that is why Georgia's going to LA next week to play. Also, Harrison did not like make a weird turn in the turf. He got hurt
2: because Georgia has dudes that hit really hard. Uh-huh. And there was a moment where it, like, it was in the play of the game, it was in the the, the flow of the game. Like, yeah. it's weird to, to treat Harrison's injury. Like it was a lightning strike from God, right? Like Harrison got hurt because a Georgia player made a really smart play and hit him and hit him really hard and 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 correctly and not targeting as it was scary for a moment. It sucks
0: for him, yeah, and them.
2: And I don't think he was trying to hurt him, no, but he's like a big dude who runs really fast. He was
1: what 12 yards away. I mean, is that ball as Flailing in the air and coming down, I thought it was going to be out of the end zone. And then, yeah. you know, as it gets closer, if you replay it in slow motion in your mind, you're like, "Oh my gosh, he's going to catch it!" And then Bullard, I mean, just to track that down and hit it precisely—and that's
2: a play. Like, it also, is. Stroud is the person he's rushed and is throwing it like that because George is going. Like, it's, just, it's weird yeah. to treat the Harrison injury like he—he—he he, he, he chopped his finger
1: off cutting cutting onions or something. Well, and to be fair, he hadn't had a catch since the first half anyway. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't realize He had that. all of his catches yeah. and touchdowns. And he's awesome. In first like, know, <laughs> he was, was
2: great. That. But I think I just, it's just weird to be like, yeah, I don't... Man, it's just unfair that he got hurt. It's not unfair that he got hurt. He played a team that was kidding really hard, and it happens. And so, yeah, I don't know. It's... What was your experience? I, I we saw your video. I enjoyed Scott's video, Scott the other video. I, I I now know I can confirm for the first time I've ever seen Scott Duvall at three a.m. <laughs> That's right. And I think that you are ready for that three a.m. phone call. I think if it comes to that, I think you're prepared to take it. Uh, and uh, and for the better of our nation, because you were alert. I you was. Were, I was uh, pumping
1: adrenaline. Okay. I you know I was
2: now by three <laughs> by three. I was yeah. I was I was all over the
1: place. I had told my wife because my wife and my kids the whole day. Leading up, they're like, "Hey, Dad, are you gonna take your cameras? Are You gonna make a video, Dad? Hey, Dad, are you gonna are you gonna film it?" It's like it's weird
2: that they, it's charming to even ask you that. Anymore. I guess so. I guess so. And, you know, the whole day,
1: I even told Jennifer. It's one of those things where I talked to her, and I I basically posited it to where she would agree with me, and then I would be correct because I was like, you know, I don't think I need to make a video today. I'll just take some photos, and then I'll just post that on my Instagram. I was like, I'll take this one off. She's like, yeah. It'd be different. You should take take it off and don't. Make. So, of course, that's what I did. The first half, second half, after I got her score prediction because people on Twitter were saying like, "Hey, <laughs> your wife score did? prediction." It was thirty eight to twenty something. I don't know. She was only four points off. Um, and I love the point. You know, I cut it. It was almost like a cold open because. She called it Georgia thirty eight Ohio God, something, and then I was like, "No, it's Ohio State." She's like, "I don't care about them." And then boom, like, <laughs> because she that's a, that's the great thing about her like she 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 has everyone else you know, is opponent right. Everyone else is an opponent, but anyway, to fast forward, it start as about when Tony sent the text, um, you know, in the third quarter. And think, you know the bullard hit the the brock bowers first down through this new technology i've never seen on tv before where they had a laser line through it
2: that was incredible it was incredible
1: yeah. kirby's timeout i started sensing and i i i exclaimed to the, the my buddies i was with i was like we need a 22.4th quarter and i said that because there's been a lot of teams recently that have had 22.4th quarters including in the nfl Um, so I started kind of feeling like I might need to do something. And so I put my, my small camera on the mantle, the same mantle with the same exact people that were at the Rose Bowl, same look, same perspective. And so I was like, I'll just, I'll just film it. So what? And, um, and yeah, I mean, that's just, um, it's one of those things, you know, when, when I got home, uh, it was about 1am and I had to make a decision. Am I just going to like say no, because with, you know, for making videos, something like this, I couldn't have published that today. You know, it's too long. You've got to do it in the moment. Um, it's hit over 10,000 views, which thank you very much. That's pretty awesome. It's amazing. Um, I've gained about a hundred new subscribers to my YouTube channel. So thank you. Um, but anyway, it's one of those things where I told myself, I was like, look, as an editor, I know it's almost like you treat it like a news story. I had to look at that. Yes. No. <laughs> my dad's calling me. That's kind of a a, a running uh, common theme. Tradition never graduates. Tradition never graduates. So I knew I had to do it. So I sat down, and I downloaded the footage. I had no angle to it whatsoever. So I set up my camera across from uh, my desk and I started talking to it, basically knowing that I needed to fill in the gaps and explain to the viewer why I was not posting. You know, the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, and so you know it just kind of helps bring it along and I didn't think it was that good come about four thirty, five in the morning but I made a decision I was like you know what I'm just going to post it anyway and there's been a couple of y'all commenting on it on the YouTube channel saying like hey this is great and it, it makes me feel good because you know it's an editorial decision in my little bitty YouTube world and you know insignificant to only Georgia fans uh, but I appreciate the fact that y'all, uh, y'all took that, you shared it um, the comments have been glorious, there was one Ohio State fan that made a Begrudging comment, and I killed him with kindness, and he responded back saying, "I respect your comment." Saying something about Harrison injury or something oh, yeah. like that. The the one comment I took umbrage with a little bit was some lady said, "Yeah, it's cool, you know, those kids probably don't even know what's going on." I was the one was like, "Listen, these <laughs> these kids grow up in Athens. They are probably the most intense, knowledgeable <laughs> group of kids as any child here in Athens, especially, but even in the metro, like the greater Atlanta area. I guarantee you." there's some five-year-olds in Pierce County that they knew what was going on watching right. that game. So um, it was awesome. But, you know, really to, to kind of finish my point, just how special this Kirby Smart era has been. We've had the Rose Bowl. We had the National Championship game. I'm talking like exciting, amazing games that, that we can talk about. And then we get a third one. I mean, I don't even know what to expect a week from now. I hope. I hope you know. You say, "Oh, I hope we don't have palpitations and everything." But that's kind of awesome when you win games like that in thrilling fashion.
2: I mean, this is if if they for record, even if they lose, we'll always talk about this. Game. Sure, but if they win, this when you think like, "Oh, when they won the second national championship, this will be the game."
1: Yeah, like,
0: like I mean, like especially if, if we win the game big. Yeah, next oh, week. Well, yeah. yeah. think uh, about
1: it. We were so new to this in twenty seventeen twenty eighteen season. We still. uh Paint the Rose Bowl with roses, even though we lost a week later in heartbreaking fashion. I don't remember that game, but yeah. Sure. But it was so new still, it, it it retains a spot on the pedestal. Yeah. It was, yeah. And I, it makes it easier, the fact we won it last year. It I does mean, help it. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, I think it, I think this is, again, the best moment is, the best moment of the Kirby Smart tenure, and I think since I've lived here, is the Ringo interception, because yeah. that's the moment where you know that you've won the national right, championship. Right. yeah. Um, you win another one. Then you start talking about, like, okay, what was the actual, like, truly, like, not... Because the excitement of that moment, that's obviously great. But I think we all thought heading into that moment that Georgia, like, they were just about to do it. Like, it felt like that was the culmination. Once that moment, you could finally be like, okay, 100%, all the things that I'm scared about happening, I know they're not going to happen now. But, like, things were trending in the right... Things were... Even when—I mean, you saw Sesson. Even when he threw that touchdown, you're like, yeah, Stroud's got him. 50 seconds left. And we were right, by the way, <laughs> to be that concerned. And I think that it felt like this This is the first Georgia game I can remember since the Oklahoma game where that they won when I fit, spent most of the game thinking they were going to lose. I think that's an accurate mm, statement. Yep is the like every other game that they've lost, I thought, yeah, they're going to lose this game, mm-hmm. and I think that actually uh, speaks to a new and different thing, and this is a thing that Yankees fans always talk to me about and uh, and Alabama fans always talked about like Alabama fans that like when your team is really, really awesome for an extended period of time, you get to keep having moments like this mm-hmm. now, the rest of the world, eventually mm-hmm. in five years, when Georgia wins a game like this they're going to respond with like Oh, uh, Georgia, Georgia does it again but like who gives a crap about those people uh, because when you make a team that's really good you are always not only are you going to have moments like this you're going to have opportunities for moments like this and I think that's what speaks to this is I mean Georgia was outplayed for mm-hmm. and outcoached mm-hmm. for three quarters of this game mm-hmm. there is a, I would humbly submit there is not another team in football that would have not lost this game by 14 points that's right, yeah, and and because I thought Georgia was going to lose this game by 14 points, and I think that's what kind of like well, I kind of like that you touching on Tony was the idea that like they have been saying this all year, like this year this seems different, and it's a little bit more emotional, and it's a little bit more he's had to he like. Whenever you hear those,
1: well, Kirby's going to ream their ass at
2: halftime. That's not actually what they're doing. Hmm. And there's something, there's something delicate's the wrong way to put it, but it's definitely there's a, a dynamic, almost combustibility to the team that I think that you've kind of sensed in the way that he's talked about them. You, there, there's just hasn't been that many rage strokes this year. Oh yeah, and I think that you can sense. And I don't think it's because Kirby doesn't care anymore because he won a championship. I think there's a different way to coach a team like this. And I think that you've seen the response of that. That, to me, is the proof that this season is special and this team is special in a way that now i'm like oh because remember, we always talk about the 17 18 team that's the special one that's the special team where that's kismet of the end of the Rick era and the beginning of the Kirby era all came together in this really really exciting way whereas the one that lost to lsu was to more talented than that team but didn't feel special uh, in that way this team is now all that talk about this team being special is confirmed and not special in a Oh, that awesome Alabama team, or that awesome LSU team. Special in a, you're about to lose. You spit all year. Remember in the other days? Georgia's playing with their food. Yeah. They don't even care. They're just like, they, 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 they play down to the opponent. We now know something definitive about this team, which is when they're toast. I thought they were toast. <laughs> I thought they were toast. When they are toast... I got to tell you, Tony, when you sent that text, mm-hmm. I was like, "We're losing." Notice I didn't respond. Like, to there you. was not a moment that <laughs> I thought, "Oh, Tony's gonna eat it." I was like, "Oh my god, he's exactly kind of right." Agreed, yeah. He's exactly right. Yeah, and it was it was the confirmation of what I was feeling at that moment. Because frankly, I generally generally like I think Tony's really well, smart when, on when
1: Tony pulls the rip cord. <laughs> yeah. <you> know, it's.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, look, it's, look, we had we had. He's, he's weird. also the, the the pool champ. So like he even knows he knows what he's talking about. Well, you know, we got to the point. This might be a good good way to wrap up uh, the Ohio State game, the Peach Bowl, is that we got to the point where in the third quarter we could do nothing well. We we weren't playing poorly, but we could do nothing well, and Ohio State was playing well, right? And in these games with these stakes against a team of the talent Ohio State has, those are teams. Those are games you lose. Except Georgia didn't. Yeah. (laughs) Right. We're now the team. Look, the knock on Georgia forever up until last year in January in Indianapolis is like Georgia's gonna lose a game somewhere along yeah. the way. You you just know they're going to.
1: Well, and I'm looking at the, the time you sent that text at ten thirty-seven. I said
0: yeah. I, then I sent a text after that, that said, yes, he can't bring a team back about eleven fifteen, right?
1: Eleven fifty-two.
0: Eleven fifty-two, whatever different yeah. time it was. Yeah. Stetson he can't bring a team back.
1: Right. So And then and then Will at twelve oh three Says holy shot balls because of uh, <laughs> autocorrect. Then, yeah, no, for the record, yeah, yeah I did. I, said <laughs> I, I I I did
2: respond immediately yeah. <laughs> with like just to be clear, shit balls. Just to be as clear as possible.
1: And then and then you sent uh, Wilson's an emoji of Mars attack when the guy's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> brain explodes. Yeah. yeah, And I'm not sure. That's what, how you. That's how you know I've been. What is that? It. But that's hilarious. Yeah.
0: Um. Oh, because it's like amazing. That's just yeah. An yeah. amazing. Yeah. Oh, I got you. So, because yeah. yeah. That's I'm how the, you know I've been drinking.
2: If I send an emoji
0: I've been drinking. Yeah. That's the, yeah.
2: Yeah. So and that's the the, here's the
1: here's the thing, that people and the listeners can can relate they all are on text threads too and they were getting similar emojis oh, yeah. and people oh I had five of them going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I texted my friend Michael
2: Tyler uh, uh, who was in Argentina he's watching this game in Buenos Aires mm. and uh, it, like it, every single person you reach out to during this time you're just texting and it's yeah, it's a memory we're all going to have right we're, I, like you said I often text people on New Year's Eve anyway just to check in with old friends I texted my friend AJ DeLore uh, I said hey happy new year I don't want to get into any more details of because I'm kind of busy right now mm-hmm. and he was not watching the game he's like I thought the game was whoa like that's like it's gonna be a moment that we're gonna have forever forever this is when they talk about putting these games on New Year's Eve this is what they were hoping Mm -hmm. for that's what they were hoping for this is what they were hoping for right and this is like it is like I we will in thirty years when it's New Year's Eve and we're all going to bed at seven thirty and we're bugging our kids <laughs> and we're gonna be like well this New Year's Eve is never gonna be like the New Year's Eve so boring twenty twenty two into twenty twenty three
0: they played the God they played the semifinals some New Year's I Day wonder, again
1: I wonder what the Nielsen ratings for the state of Georgia and the state of Ohio were for like Dick Clark's Rock and Eve with Ryan Seacrest <laughs> I bet it was like the worst ratings yeah. ever yeah. Yeah. nobody yeah. was watching that it's crazy and they weren't so. even drinking
2: this year on CNN it's a shame. yeah.
0: Uh, um, well, so, yeah, just to wrap it up, yeah. uh, just to save you from asking, uh, I predict that Georgia will play next Monday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, 4.30 local.
2: I don't think we'll start that early. but No yes. chance! <laughs> <laughs> but but thereabouts. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so I, I just think, listen, w- w- this game will be a lot less fun to talk about if they lose on Monday. I don't think there's any question about that. Yeah. But if they win on Monday, mm-hmm. well, I mean, this is, I think it's it's the definitive game. No. If it, but the best thing about, about uh, the most awesome thing about having a team that this good is you're gonna have a bunch of opportunities for more of them. Yeah. And uh, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, again, if you're a fan of Illinois, you're like, remember that awesome Penn State extra uh, nine overtime yeah, nine game overtimes. that year that you didn't even make a bowl? It was awesome. We but, made a bowl the next year. Yeah, and, you know, that, was, that happened today, actually. Um, but that's the thing is when you're playing at this level, it, like, they're going to keep having these opportunities more and more and more and more and more. And and this might be my close on it. It's it's going to be increasingly rare to have moments where Georgia feels like the underdog, like they did in that fourth quarter. Like, not only were they behind, I mean, they, they, they're getting outplayed. They were getting outplayed. And we thought maybe they, this is a good transition into the TCU preview after we uh, talk about, uh, well, what clothes my, my child is wearing. But I, I think that's a good transition into the idea of what exactly is it? Just that Ohio State was so awesome? Was there something that Georgia should have been doing that they weren't doing? And what, how does that affect going to the TCU game? But uh, uh, they, we all, we we all thought they were going to lose, and we, and I, I was almost kind of zen about it. It was kind of, yeah. To me, I was almost like, because I'm going to the game anyway. Like, I will be at the game anyway. So I was like, okay, how do I get myself dialed up for an Ohio State TCU? I'm like, first off, all in on TCU in that regard, by the way. <laughs> but like, uh, at a certain level, I think we'd all kind of, if not made our peace with it, at least kind of we were getting there. Yep. And then to have that happen is
1: pretty incredible. Yeah, I agree. And um, yeah, if you were looking for something to um wear, out to California, or if you go to Ohio, there's a couple of really good shirts. If you're, you say you, not, have a,
0: you should not wear some of these shirts, say, in if Ohio. You,
1: say if you have a business trip to Columbus or Dayton or Cincinnati coming up. There's uh, if you go to the 76com wide left. I mean, <laughs> Do not wear, and listen. the way the way that the nut it's the the goalpost is not centered. Yeah, it's on the left breast. Of the shirt, and then the wide left is on the left side of the goalposts, or how you know how you're looking at it. it's just it's just really good. And then one more, Tony. This would be the one that I would I would like for you to wear in extra medium. Oh, h n o. You know how they like to say oh That's like their I battle it. cry.
0: <laughs> so I, yeah, I ran into it's interesting. I ran into some uh, Ohio State fans on my flight back from Detroit, and they were interesting. Right, it's <laughs> like hey, have fun, good luck, and they're just like. Looked askew at me mm. like there was another shoe to fall. I'm like, no, I'm just really being that way. Yeah. But um, yeah, the 760 Apparel, you can get you some uh, some of the good looking some of the good looking gear there. The uh, apparel that will let you show you know what's up. And Scott, I assume yeah, if at checkout you've still entered WSLS twenty five,
1: you have options. Oh, you could have do, options. Yeah, you could use WSLS. And Is that free shipping? Free shipping, or you go WSLS twenty five. And get... 25% 25% off your order.
0: So that means if you go above the seventy four ninety nine threshold I would think so. You should use that one. Yeah, I would and, think so. And Will's child who is probably going to win our fancy football league. He is. He's
2: already won it. The he's one
1: He's going to be unbearable. The one I would like for win to get mm-hmm. is the shirt that says Ohio is for lovers but the V is crossed out and an S is put in there. Oh yeah. Ohio that's good one. is I'm for down losers. For that one.
2: I'm down for that one. And it feels feels more fun to like those shirts going to be because if they beat TCU I don't want to mock TCU. No. But I want to no. mock Ohio. State.
1: true true uh, yeah, yeah. and then and then it's one early th- but
2: i may end up hating those dudes have half- my halftime
1: and then but one I'm more doing. uh california love or gal oh i'm sorry i didn't even read that california with the g uh and then love with the state of georgia is for the o that's uh that's pretty good simply the letter g yeah right, just the letter G. The, the yeah it's just a it's just yes. a, your standard serif, just a regular old g. A regular g it's a regular g
0: so I assume I can still find the76.com. The yeah, it's place, always good. It's the Twitter, same place is, it's always been. Twitter, Instagram, and the internet. It's d76.com. still
1: at, at 76apparel on Twitter and Instagram and the76.com. Yep.
0: Good deal. I'm glad they're still uh, pumping out the good work. Glad, yep. to, glad to see those regular Gs.
1: Regular G.
2: Oh, regular G's. old G. Gs. That's a, that's a, one of the 26 letters in the English language. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Yeah, you're right. Well.
0: So... <laughs> As I looted in the cold open, mm-hmm. we have a national championship game to talk about involving the University of Georgia school.
1: I'm glad you told me it's Hypno Toad, not Hypno Frog. I would sound like a complete.
0: So, I, so let me start this off by saying, <laughs> I have as early as third, fourth week of the season, I was in on TCU. Yeah, yeah. I, I like look the uh, the Oklahoma State TCU game. They, they were both undefeated. I was like, look, I'm still in on TCU winning the Big Twelve. But I think Oklahoma State wins this game. There's something fun about this, right? And I'm not. I'm oh, not, it's undeniable. I'm not predicting. I'm not predicting TCU wins. But however this game goes, is it's great for college football. Georgia because Georgia's not Alabama. Yeah. It, let's just stay with the threat for a minute. Georgia's not Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State. You know, one of the teams that has been like the powerhouse yeah. for the past ten. Next years. year we could. Next year people can be like, yeah. oh god, George again. But, you know, I'm here for that. But <laughs> but you know. A team that until literally 13 months ago, everyone was like, We well, can't win the big game. can't win the big game. Oh, and they
2: predicted seventh going into, into right. the Big 12. And then
0: year. TCU's predicted seventh yeah. and in there. So if TCU wins their first national championship yeah. temp, not, since 1938, I don't want get ahead of you, Scott, but I know that Georgia, TCU squ- uh, squared off in another bowl game with really high stakes a long time ago. Yeah, um, long time ago. But if, if, TCU beats Georgia. It's not one of... The, they, people... We, we don't have to put up with a... Well, oh, yeah, they're a fluke. They just like... like well, well, they beat the random national champion that went 14-0. and Right? And I'm not predicting that to happen. And I... I don't think I'm spoiling anything. I'm not going to predict it to happen in the end of the podcast. Mm-hmm. But... For TCU to be in this game, it's amazing. It's awesome. They, it's and, awesome. And, and
2: not only are they in the Big 12, they were just recently not in the Big 12. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: no, they were. Like, the Mountain sure West. was a good move. Mountain West, Big uh, East, Big 12. Yeah. Um, so I think it's worth thinking about what TCU does versus what they did. Because let me be clear about what happened in the Michigan game. Anytime you get 14 points off turnovers and you come up with a touchdown that's overturned, and you f- that team fumbles the ball into the end zone. That's a 21-point swing, no matter how you cut it. And I'm not saying TCU didn't deserve to win that game because they outplayed Michigan down the stretch. And were tougher than I thought they were going to be. And they were tougher and more physical against Michigan. Mm-hmm. By the way, second year in a row, Joe Moore, uh, Joe Moore award-winning offensive line. Yeah. That's a regular season award. And <laughs> then, um, you know, that's a 21-point swing. Well, that's 21 points away. We, we turn the ball over twice for pick sixes and fumble another touchdown into the end zone. We're going to lose TCU. Yeah. We, Georgia, will lose TCU. That's just the way it is. And again, by the way, as crazy as our game was, and I've seen a lot of people rate, rate the Georgia Peach Bowl um, ahead of the TCU-Michigan game as far as bowl games, I don't know, man. That, that third bowl, quarter. That That third was quarter, crazy. That third quarter. That I third think that quarter, game was crazier. I think the Georgia game was Better. That's, yeah, probably right. That's probably right. That's probably right. Yeah. But that third quarter was like, I mean, that third quarter was doing shots in Tamuka. Mm-hmm. I mean, with Rob Ford and John Daly. <laughs> I mean, not a good Rob Ford, I mean, God. somebody, I'm not saying they were mixing cocaine in the tequila, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they were mixing cocaine in the tequila. <laughs> that was the craziest. I just, I got worked up into a sweat watching that yeah, third quarter yeah. because it was just like, I was outside because the weather was nice and it was just like, Oh god, they just keep they just keep scoring, and um,
1: and they were they were flashing the hypnotoad in the stadium.
0: Oh, we will see the Hypnotoad It's great. It great. We'll see it absolutely. Yeah. By the way, if you hadn't seen hypnotoad, Georgia fans, listen, just Google hypnotoad. It's not like googling unless you sex stories, but um, <laughs> I mean hypothetically. <laughs> so, so I mean, but you should you should Google hypnotoad, not the first, not the second one. <laughs> but that was um that's they they having fun with it. Yeah. They're having. It to, they're what you should be if you're TCU. Oh my God. They're, they're like living 12, it up. Twelve
1: thousand enrollees in their in their school. Yeah, 12, yeah. Also,
0: let's not just
2: forget they have a statue of a dude outside their stadium that they, they fired. just fired.
0: <laughs> they just. <laughs> and fired I'm not that guy. <laughs> I'm not ashamed of saying People can verify a guy that I talked about wanting to hire after we lost to Boise State <laughs> and, and
2: whatever he was great. He did. I mean, like he's got a statue no. outside. But they're not here without him. Like he's the one that clearly built this program to be able to be where they are. He's not like Sonny Dykes is a coach now, and he deserves everything from it. But they don't—they're not—they don't get here without. Well,
1: and the storylines too, because Sonny Dykes was at SMU, which is literally like a couple miles away last year, and then Max Duggan was the backup quarterback, and he's in New York with Stetson, and Stetson's faced CJ Stroud, and now's going to face Max Duggan. I'm sure they—they're bros now. Right. I mean, spinning like a 24-hour whirlwind sure in New York. Just
2: like backup, please call me when you're fifth string. <laughs> okay,
1: call me on your fifth straight, pal.
0: Oh, you had the scholarship and you came. Oh, good for you. You're good so for good. you.
1: And also, I mean, just to get into the the game analysis, uh, the 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 most clever tweet I saw at the beginning of that game was how T, you know, awful start for TCU being up fourteen nothing in this game. Oh I mean, no. they are known for comebacks.
0: Yeah. yeah, they've been behind every game except for this yeah. one. It's crazy. It's yeah.
1: So yeah, George is up like they were on L, on LSU against. Oh, don't start counting anything no, until no. that. Clock and, and I think strikes. that leads into
2: like a great part of the game analysis, which is listen. One of the major concerns in this game for Georgia, like there were there were secondary issues for Georgia mm-hmm. in this game, uh, pretty much. Like Lassiter was a problem. They certainly were targeting Lassiter a lot. At least certainly with Harrison was around. Ringo was was not LSU bad, but it was not. I would say top shelf. I would say that like that, if you're TCU, that is, that. that's how you've got to try to do it, right? I think that, I don't think TCU, I'm guessing TCU is very, to me, it, Again, I'm not. Uh, I'm, uh, there's a very funny interview, by the way. Uh, I saw this on game day this morning. Um, but after uh, Pat McAfee got done making armpit noises, mm-hmm. uh, people started talking about actual college football, and Kirby was on, and and sorry. they asked him, "Hey, do you even know there's games today?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm sorry, I've been watching TCU film like the entire time." It was actually very amusing um, because uh, uh, because Pat McAfee wasn't talking, um, but. I think that like when you're looking at this game going in, I kind of feel like George's over. It's not exactly the same, but like George is going to want to do the TCU what they did in Tennessee. Like that feels like the offices are different, obviously, but like what you want to do is, and 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 TCU's, I mean TCU's less bombing out like that, but certainly the idea is. What Georgia wants to do... TCU is good. TCU is spicy. TCU is exciting. They're also just lining up guy for guy... 13.5 point underdogs to Georgia. <laughs> Probably more, actually, to be entirely honest. And that doesn't mean Georgia's going to win this game. That doesn't mean TCU's beat a bunch of teams... That they've not been able to, to line up with talent t- talent for talent-wise. But, like, this is... If you beat Ohio State because that's a team that's got, if not as much, as close to as much as talent as you, and you've just got to gut it out at the end and have everything pull out. This is, I think that is every single thing in Georgia's interest is to make this game a hell of a lot more boring than the Ohio State game was. I think you, the, the Tennessee game is the model. It's got to be the model. I don't mean that Tennessee's the same team as CCU, but the model is, what, 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 uh, what Connolly called it, man ball spread? Yeah. yeah and uh and it. and it's man ball spread and that is how you win this game and not only how you win this game how you keep them from having that wild. you don't want this game to be wild i think that is got to be the goal don't let this game be wild if georgia can make this game not wild I think they will win pretty handily. 13 seems like a high point spread, not because I don't think Georgia is better than 13 points better. I just don't think Georgia is interested in, like, this is Georgia would love to have the under and just, like, control and, like, run it out. Like, this feels, this feels like a game that Georgia wants to. The only way it gets to, like, a crazy game like that is if TCU takes a 14 0 lead yeah. and Georgia has to do what Michigan had to do, yeah. basically. Um, but I, and we can talk about some injury issues that Georgia may or may not have. And then we've had two straight games where they gave up a bunch of points to the air. But I think that's the goal. Like, you, like this is a game where you're like, well, we're more talented than we are. We need to impose our will on them. That's how you win a game. Like, that's how you win a game like this. And I think that's clearly what they're going to try to do.
0: Yeah. So I, I, I've seen a couple of things. That you, you, interesting. You brought up Gary Patterson, who was the coach last year at TCU. Um, I, I want. To, I do want to talk about Sonny Dykes, who has done a masterful job coaching this team and really connects with this team in a way. That he's kind of likable too. He's a likable. It's hard guy. to find
2: likable football coaches. Yeah, he's a likable good. guy.
0: Um, but he the way he's handled this team is really good. But everybody's like, well, it's basically the same team that that Gary Patterson had last year. Well, that's not exactly right. A lot of uh, transfers. They had eight transfers. Uh, a couple of guys on the offensive line. Uh, Traylon Smith, uh, the Arkansas running back, um, uh, and then uh, a couple of their tight ends. Didn't they get a Georgia transfer? Uh, yes, they did. Uh, Tr- uh, Traylon Marshall, Traylon. William, I'm trying to remember who it was. Hold on, I'll get to it in a second. But they did get a Georgia transfer. Um, but uh, and then you know Terrence Terrence Cooks they got from Texas who, who played a big role in that Michigan game. Um, the the other part about it though is that you does such a good job of playing within themselves. They they know exactly what they want to do. Um, they ran this ran the same play three or four times. A little tight end. I'm sorry, running back, running back drag screen uh, to Quentin Johnson. That the the long long pass play. They got one touchdown to one guy, which is shorter play, but a long long pass play. Um, in the last score they had in the third quarter was that play. Um, and when you think about that. The thing that they, they want to do offensively, the thing they want to do offensively, is they want to stress you enough to put you in a situation where Max Duggan can either run or throw a short pass until you sell out, and then they hit the deep ball. Um, so it's a little different than Tennessee, and the Tennessee is like, we're going to throw the ball big, yeah, we don't right. care. <laughs> um, we'll throw it short if we have to. Yeah. Uh, they almost take the opposite approach. We'll throw it short, throw it short, throw it short until we catch you cheating, right, right. and then we're going to whip your ass with it. Um defensively, everybody's like, well, they were they run a three three five or whatever it is, they run a 3 consistently, right? Consistently, That's right? Thing. Well, I mean, Georgia nearly, almost nearly runs a three three five if you think about what we do, especially anytime we have Lassiter, Starks and Ringo in. Um you're you're running maybe a little closer to four two five. Um, because a lot of times the linebacker you'll have um I don't remember who it is, one of our linebackers will come up and, and put their hand on the ground. But it's not that different. It's not that different. Uh the thing that made that caused problems for Michigan is they were able to, outside of the one long run that started the game off, by the way, I cackled I cackled in a way I have not laughed since uh Ohio State scored against Florida in the 06 national championship game and did not do anything else. Um I cackled. Uh but once they Michigan figured,
2: fans thought after that run, oh we're gonna beat them 30 to
0: nothing. Oh yeah, yeah. Well without question. Michigan fans and me. Yeah. Right. Um <laughs> But they did an effective job, and, and what that defense is basically predicated on doing is allow speed guys to come up and make plays in space, and they create blocking issues for linemen because you know usually, usually what you practice and what you play uh, on any other, either the three four or four three, is you have certain assignments and you know where the, where somebody's coming from. Well, with a three three five, you don't. I mean, the good news for Georgia is that you almost go against that almost every day in practice. And on top of that, with maybe one or two exceptions, uh, Georgia has the same or more speed on defense that TCU does. Um, but I think I agree with you that... I might be more uncomfortable with a fourteen nothing early Georgia lead than I will be with like that, then they're a close go. game. Then they're gonna go. Right, because they're gonna be damned yeah. the torpedoes. Yeah. Um, that uh, you know, I think And it, maybe that leads to a blowout. Maybe, maybe. I mean look uh, we get a twenty eight nothing, I'm I am going to be like, All right Kirby, we you know, don't pull an L S U here. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Keep I mean, you, you you send flowers to Sunday Dyke's wife after the game, <laughs> but you score seventy points <laughs> yeah, on them if you have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't stop. You have you can't you can't with this team. Yeah, other teams thought they could with this team, and 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 yeah. I would say stop scoring because you know the TCU yeah. has agency in this. But I mean TCU had like seven come from behind wins. Yeah. Seven. You were talking about playing with your food,
1: yeah, dude. I mean, remember that Baylor win the, the where they rushed the kick team on in a matter of fifteen seconds.
0: That's crazy. That's yeah. such a good coach team. Yeah, yeah. coached so well. Yeah, that's
2: exactly right.
1: You, I was going to say, to kind of play off the, you know, he's talking about the mm-hmm. players at the transfer portal and everything. Um, they, they've they done a good job of the transfer portal because I looked up their recruiting rankings versus Georgia the past five years. I'll just go 2018 through the recent one, even though the recent one doesn't play into it as much. It just kind of shows you a trend. Um, Georgia from 18 to 22 was 1-2-1-4-3. TCU is 25, 32, 23, 54, 45 as recently as this year. It feels a little bit like the last time I pulled this out was when they played Cincinnati in the Peach Bowl. You know, just the disparity and talent. I mean, you know, not to say is not good. It's just the depth. Like, you've seen Georgia lose Nolan Smith, lose Chaz Chambliss, Marvin Jones is hurt, and yet they, you know, don't miss a beat. Now, I'd be really worried if, there were eight games left in the season with all these injuries piled up but i think they can cobble together enough four and a half five stars guys with a little bit of experience to make an impact in this game but we're talking about TCU you know being a new power 5 team you know they they were recently a group of 5 we had some rumblings from central florida a couple years ago we had cincinnati but I mean, I respect and like TCU a whole lot more than those teams when they were trying to get on the big stage. You know, I know they're Big 12, but it just, it still feels like that they're from the whack. uh, Central Florida
2: destroyed all goodwill Exactly. that could have possibly had for them. And I kind of felt that way with
1: Cincinnati. You know, they kept. I definitely felt that way with Central Florida. Like, screw those guys. Yeah, they put a police (laughs) car wrapped as national champions. Yeah. I mean,.
0: Listen. I want them the, to lose forever. That's the one bright spot of Georgia losing that national championship game. We didn't have to deal with Central Florida. Yeah. Oh right? Gosh. Because Alabama did. Yeah, That's right. That's
2: yeah. right. yeah. I, I, uh, I forget. R- r- brief anecdote. Um, I was on a, a, a Line Eye Media Zoom with Paula Boyvin, who is a uh, head of the Cronkite School, and she is a longtime columnist for the Arizona Republic. She is also on the committee. She's been here for four years. If, no, the committee for the college football playoff committee. Oh, okay. she's on the college football playoff committee, and she was telling me uh, uh, last night that she actually got all of her emails because everything they do is on the public record and is foiable, mm-hmm. um Freedom of Information Act. Uh, a Central Florida, oh, Central UGA, Florida, I know the Central Florida. that's <laughs> one thing, there's th- the one thing they taught me in law class in journalism schools is the seven exceptions to the federal FOIA. Um, but they uh, Central Florida student newspaper. Subpoenaed all of her emails to see if they had said anything negative oh about gosh. Central Florida, and she was like, oh, "I'm so glad I hadn't." I was like, "I was like, I can't be on the committee now." By the way, don't ever ask me to go. Uh, so, like, they, like, and whatever. Good job for the student journalists, but also Central Florida, please. Like, like, I, they, I, I love underdogs. I hate Central Florida. <laughs> Screw those guys.
0: Yeah, so I think it's worth bearing. I mean, worth worth mentioning that. As crazy as that game was, Duggan had his worst game of the season against Yeah, Michigan. he wasn't great. <laughs> he wasn't great, and they still won, yeah. right? Um, so he still has a great game in him. The other part about it is that, look, at Georgia, I mean, I'm going to make a statement here, and I don't mean to make it sound like the only way Georgia can win, but a way Georgia can win is probably run the ball against them. Michigan couldn't. They had that 154, 53, 54-yard play to start out, and then after that, it was all stagnant. Um I think the thing that gives me some hope, I mean, like the biggest difference between Georgia, you talk about the recruiting ranks, and Gave Scott. The, the biggest thing that gives me hope is that TCU's first string and Georgia's first string are, if not comparable, they're close. Closer. They're closer. Where the drop off comes second string, and third string. Mm-hmm. And TCU's third string is, uh, Georgia's second string is better than TCU's third string. That's not controversial. I don't say that to be trolling. I'm just saying that as a a statement of fact. Um, The one thing that Georgia hasn't been able to do the past couple of games, maybe LSU game, but was definitely not able to do against Ohio State, frankly because Ohio State has the same talent as Georgia, is wear out the first string and impose your will in the second half. I think uh, there's totally a path there where Georgia at least explores doing that. Right, at least six is doing that. That doesn't mean that George is going to get away with it. That doesn't mean George is going to, be able to run the ball at will on them. That's what, yeah, that's what they want to do, but that's what they want to do. I think if if I'm if I'm monking, that's kind of what I'm looking at right now. I'm like, okay. Um, the the downside, the downside of three three two is you have uh, to be frank about it, your guys in the front, especially the front front five and maybe even the front six are light ass compared to. Compared to what Georgia has played against in four of the last seven games, right? Not you know we'll take take Tech uh, Tech out um, and probably Mississippi State out, um, but you know everything else. They're they're playing big dudes up front who are built to stop the run. Um, TCU is built to stop the run. They're built to do it with scheme, not with size and power.
1: I have no idea why. That's that's ones. a Capital One ad. Do we have yeah, a new sponsor?
0: I have no idea why. It's a Capital sorry. One, not a sponsor oh, campaign. I have no idea why. Uh, I did that. So the it was twenty six. It was twenty nine, twenty six. I have time. Yeah, uh, Georgia right. was winning yeah. against South Carolina, uh, women's. But the they're the now thing,
2: down six, by the way. Oh,
0: that's because they're, South Carolina's yeah, are really good. Yeah. Um, the theme that, that I keep coming back to when I think about how we, what we can do in this game, is that I I think. Basically, the game plan we saw against um, Tennessee keeps making sense defensively, especially. In mm-hmm. um, maybe shocking them a little bit, just so we can open up the run game. Um, it's not going to rain on the sofa, so yeah.
1: Arian Smith, yeah, maybe, dude,
0: him coming back. I mean, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I mean Mitchell coming back was just oh my like gosh. massive,
1: yeah. right? And, you know, hey, also credit, you know, Washington went out early in that game. Oscar Delp picked up the slack yeah, pretty yeah. good. Yeah, true freshman.
2: My uh, my son's favorite player because he spent a whole afternoon with him at Barrow. Uh, okay, so he was like, "See Oscar Delp, he's awesome." What position is he playing? I was like, uh, and we looked it up. He's like, "Oh, he's like third string tight end. He'll never play." This seems tacked with uh, with tight ends, and uh, there they are. I would argue one thing. Speaking off of what you're talking about, Tony, one big difference that I think this George is going to be coming in this game that Michigan did not come into this game with. Michigan seemed legitimately surprised by how physical TCU yeah. was. And understandably, because we'd spent all week being like, this is what Michigan does. They have, they've got, they have the way they play, and they're just going to do that. And TCU punched them in the mouth, and they were, they were physical with them. Those dudes were hitting hard in a way that – I've watched some TCU games this year. They, have, they, have, they looked like they were pissed off that everyone kept saying they weren't physical all week. They talked about that after the game. Both Michigan – Michigan said after the game, we didn't expect them to come out so hot like that. Georgia now knows, <laughs> like now knows. And uh, I'll put it this way. If Georgia gets out-physicaled by TCU the way Michigan got out by TCU, I think Georgia not only could lose, I have to say I'll be legitimately shocked. Like, and listen, Michigan people would have said the same thing before that
1: game, but... But Michigan is that kind of soft Big Ten team that looks good on paper, aren't they?
2: Well, I mean, they just knocked around Ohio State uh, in a way that Georgia did not knock around Ohio State uh, in the the Big Ten Championship game. So I'll give them that. But point taken at a certain level that, like, Georgia can... Like, Michigan looked taken by surprise by by CCU. If Georgia is taken by surprise by Mm -hmm. CCU it would tell me something about this coaching staff that I don't actually believe to be the case that
1: would be the best way to put right. it.
0: Right. Yeah. And I think one of the things that, I mean, just look at, let's look at in terms of what needs to happen in order for TCU to win. Um, I like I said, these breakdowns. A I mean, yeah.
1: 21 point deficit in the third quarter.
0: <laughs> yeah. Is that what they need? <laughs> yeah. So no, but what has to happen? And a cool,
2: and a cool Twitter meme.
0: Right. Uh, well, I think, but what thing has to happen is first, Dugan has to have a game of his life, right? I think he has to just be on fire. It can happen. Um, we have looked.
1: He needs a Stroud game.
0: Yeah, like we. Yeah, I like Georgia. how you
1: called him Dugan. It's not Dugan. I mean, it's Dugan. Dugan, okay, but Duggan. I like I like Dugan better because that's more of a. Pejorative.
0: Well, I don't I don't mean it in a bad way. I mean, I, look, he I mean he wasn't the start of the beginning of the season. I just yeah I keep I can't hate these guys. No, I, right? I'm with you. And listen and listen, this is the thing about Dugan
2: is that like, you know, he has to at the end of an episode, after he's taken care of all the, the patients, because he's a teenager and like to <laughs> dealt with his girlfriend, he goes back and he writes on his computer for a little bit. Yeah, and then he thinks he's like, What's the moral I'm trying to get to? And <laughs> then he sits down and finishes that yeah. sorry uh, that, Dugan how's keeping the real heads <laughs> about Dugan Hauser, QV, uh, but everybody under forty-five is like, "What in the world what are you talking about?" Is this guy talking about? And everyone forty-five is like, "Yeah, the guy, the guy from uh,
0: you Kiki know, Boots." You know yeah, 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 yeah. The guy, the guy from Barney Stetson. Yeah, Um So that's the first thing that happens. The second thing that has to happen is their defense has to lock Georgia's running game down. The third thing is they have to score seven points on on special teams mm-hmm. or uh, defense. I think those are the minimum sufficiencies, right? Um, if you want to like really stack the deck, um, you have to have Stetson have a game like he had the entire the third, entire game like he had the third quarter, right? For Georgia to win this game, it's basically play their game. Oh. That's just the way I see it. And I don't – look, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know why Michigan looked at them and thought – TCU couldn't be physical with them. I mean, TCU played some pretty physical football teams. This Texas, is not the Big 12 of, like, fifty six. It's not. 55, right. Or, or, or like, seven years ago. Right, right, right. right? Even though their offense, I mean, the defense, is very much predicated on playing the spread. Like, Oklahoma has dudes. Uh, Texas has dudes. Kansas State has dudes, despite them losing like they did I was going to say, you, well, you can, you, can the tell. Way,
1: you know what's great? Where Alabama fans are Alabama bros.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That game happened
1: on December 31st at noon. The sugar, they were in the sugar bowl. They played at noon. I didn't even know they were on TV till the third quarter when I happened to stumble upon it. I mean, what a what a you know what a what? fall good, from no, yeah, good no, for them. They got to be on bowl. national television. He won the Sugar Bowl. Oh ball. my no.
0: gosh, good the for them. Ball. Didn't lose to I mean, Texas yeah. in the Sugar yeah. Bowl. Like, same thing as like
1: a, it felt like an Outback Bowl.
0: I'm I'm, I'm, oh, I'm just wow.
2: happy for them for the for like Georgia was Illinois was just in the Outback Bowl. It's just called the Laiquest Out Bowl now. Mm. But that's okay. I'm gonna let that one fly. By
1: the way, the, uh, bad beats on that game.
2: Oh. I'm sorry, you gamble in sports, you get you you you, you get what you deserve. Um, but. Yeah, I'm just I'm happy for Alabama. They get, It's important. Yeah. It's something to build on. It's important for a it program is. like that to have, if just for a brief moment, before the games that actually matter,
0: obviously, to I mean, have a moment on the national stage. I mean, they're top two offensive and top defensive yeah. players immediately announced for the draft. <laughs> and, it's just like Illinois today. Illinois had an hour.
2: They're the first game that started today. They had an hour. To themselves. They were The only game on was Illinois. That Alabama had that same opportunity on New Year's Eve, and I'm very happy for them to have it.
0: Are we talking about? What are we talking about now? <laughs> Sorry, moving on. Um, so, uh, I, so, when I think about this, it's just really. Look, we talked a little bit. Um, we talked a little bit uh, last week on the podcast, but at our house, my, my wife and I talked in texting with Wayne and Tiffany and others about this like, you, you know, if Southern Cow wins our game, we play TCU in the first game. <laughs> right? And it was like, ooh. And, and that was. And before eight o'clock, we were like, yeah. "Ooh!" And now I'm like, well, "I'm glad we had the game against Ohio State because yeah. we proved something to ourselves." Right? Mm-hmm. Look, this Georgia team has one game's going away. They have one game's playing man ball. They have one game's playing against a tight spread. Uh, I mean, a, a damn the torpedo spread team. They've won teams against a team equally talented, well coached, and well regarded. They've won games against a team that has nothing to lose in LSU. Um, they won games where they were down by what, fourteen on the road or however, whatever it was against. Yeah, Missouri. against a team
1: that literally was blitzing every single down.
0: Right. I I don't there's I, I don't it's I'm not saying
1: that we're not doing predictions yet.
0: I know, but I'm just it's just I know. really hard to get my mind around a place where Georgia look, Georgia can lose this football game. And it will sound like sour grapes if I say this after the game if Georgia loses. But Georgia loses football game because Georgia shoots themselves in the foot, not because TCU beats them. Look at the top
2: six teams uh, heading in. If, of all those top six teams that made the playoff, if you told me one game against one team, you have to win that game. Who would you want to play? TCU. It would be TCU. Not I'm, close. I'm sorry. Like, it would be TCU. And listen. Which one would you not want to play? Probably Ohio, Ohio State. State. Probably Ohio State. Probably yeah. Ohio State. So I think that, like— and I, I I think even the order is better if you were to switch the, like like you know, Georgia got scared. And they should have been got scared. She got scared because it was awesome. There's no, like this is a national championship game. Georgia tasted its own blood. There's no reason for Georgia to not be a hundred percent. Like, I don't know how you can look at TCU. Like we can be like, oh TCU, I don't seem to have a time. I can't imagine the actual team. Doing that. Particularly what they did against Michigan. So, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: And um, we got a tweet earlier this week. I thought this was a very astute. Uh, longtime listener, Eric Streetenberger, he tweeted, uh, With Georgia beating uh, Ohio State and TCU beating Michigan, Georgia will now have a shot to beat at least one school from all Power 5 conferences in a single season. Ah. Oregon from the Pac-12, an SEC team, obviously. Georgia Tech from the ACC. Ohio State from the Big Ten. And potentially tcu Huh. The Big Twelve. That's, that's I was,
2: I'm sorry. I, you said Georgia Tech. I thought you were talking about Kent State from the MAC. I'm sorry, but I guess the hmm. ACC also
1: the ACC still counts. The that's, ACC does, does actually still. count It does. That's yeah. Ask uh, Clemson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <We're>
0: can <laughs> ask. Him. That was. Uh, yeah. That's kind of amazing. By the way, Timon Ty, uh, Mitchell is the starting defensive lineman for TCU that transferred from Georgia. Uh, but Did we, he transferred last year. Yeah. He, he's this is so he here. won a national championship. Yep. Last he's year. again. So huh. on the other side. Uh, so you know, I think it's interesting by because we've seen this all across the football landscape. I mean, it'll, the SEC is littered with former Georgia players, mm-hmm. right? You know, uh, Brenton Cox, you know, no longer with Florida. Justin Robinson uh, had the touchdown from Mississippi State yep, against against Illinois today. Right.
1: Hey, but that's we're getting to SEC. Transfers next year from Mississippi State. We are in Missouri. Are. Two guys that really struck fear into me when we were playing them this year. Yeah,
0: and by the way, one of them came really close to signing here. Luther Burden was right. I mean, oh love it, was, well, it Lovett, like saying, but it love it's the one coming. I mean, not not Burden. Love it, love it. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then Ra Ra Thomas is coming yeah. from Mississippi
1: State. Yeah, so think about I, that uh, wide receiver group next year. You got McConkie, Ra Ra Thomas, love it, love it. Uh, Lovett. Lovett, uh
0: Mitchell back? No.
1: Yeah, A.D. Mitchell. Mitchell is back. Okay. Absolutely. So uh, it's, it's a big guy. Uh, Don Blaylock coming back for ninth
0: year. <laughs> I mean, then we have to find out who's going to throw
1: and then you, <laughs> Yeah. him yeah. so at the fifth. <laughs> yeah. um. Um, before you finish on the TCU stuff, um, can, I mean, I don't have much trivia. I'll make this trivia. Can you tell me how many times Georgia has played TCU all time? Note, again, they've never played Illinois or Iowa. But they have played TCU.
0: Okay, so take yourself back. <laughs> take your back self back to the 2016 yeah. Liberty Bowl. Right. And I was trying to be like, "Come on,
2: guys! It's yeah. a bowl game, a Liberty Bowl! It's so exciting!" Yeah. Hey.
1: That would be. Hey, you know what? We usually say, "Don't go listen," but go listen to our Liberty Bowl preview. You back will then definitely hear we were, me saying that. We were urging. Yeah, I remember yeah. Will saying, "Like, why wouldn't you go support this team you <laughs> know, or watch this game?"
0: I mean, Tiffany made this point to me earlier today, and she's like. Can you imagine anybody in those stands in that crappy stadium in Memphis? All love to Memphis, but that stadium is bad. Hmm. Um, Thinking, like, wow, six years from now, seven years from now, seven years from now, six years from now, however long it's been. Georgia and TCU will square off in the yeah. national championship game. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and
2: Patterson will be gone. Patterson will be gone. Patterson will they be they gone. will have fired him. That dude that's like the offensive coordinator at some random Texas school will be the one doing it. And then, uh, and that. Uh, and uh, and that forty six year old uh, that you're watching right now will be the quarterback for Georgia. And you would yeah, also that say,
1: and the, and Kirby <laughs> Smart, our brand new head coach, will make one of the all time great coaching maneuvers of calling a timeout in the game before. You know, I mean, yeah. It's just, yeah.
0: Well, okay, so we know we played that game. Yep. I'm pretty sure in Sinkwich's junior year we played them in the Orange Bowl.
1: That's correct. 1942 Orange
0: Bowl. 42, the year before we won the national championship. Correct. Okay. I think we played them in 80 when we won the national championship. They came
1: here to Athens in 1980? Is that it?
0: I think we played them one more time sometime during Dooley's time. Maybe my freshman what year? year? No, it's been before my freshman year. Hold on. Before my freshman year. I'm trying to think who we played. I feel like I'm quite on quite the journey
1: right now. I'm yeah. I'm enjoying this. Back in the 80s. 84. 88. 88 it so oh, was
0: during my school it was when I was here they played them here
1: so they're 4-0 all time okay they've played them twice in Athens and once in Miami and once in Memphis and now mm-hmm. LA never in Fort Worth LA never in Columbus never in Columbus <laughs> or Macon um, so let me see oh one other trivia question what is George's record when playing in the state of California
0: huh well we know they're 1-0 mm-hmm. We know they're 2-0 and because oh, they've, they've won two Rose Bowls. Uh, have we ever played in the Holiday Bowl? Yeah. In San Diego. I don't think so. Okay. A whale's <laughs> vagina. <laughs> I
2: don't even know what that means. <laughs> that's from the That's Man. Oh, San that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I, just, um, I just like to say that phrase yeah. randomly every hour on the hour.
0: Have we ever played UCLA in LA?
1: Uh, that's a we played we played UCLA in the Rose Bowl.
0: Have we ever played them in like a regular season the, game?
1: No. Okay. They played here.
0: I remember that. that
1: was I'm saying in California.
2: Who else would they play there? Uh, would, they, would they play at Stanford? Would they play at they Cal? Played, they played.
1: No, they didn't play Stanford. I don't know if they've ever played Stanford. But yeah. no, that's not.
0: Yeah, them that play at South? Two and zero. Oh?
1: No, they're two and three. Oh, okay, okay. What are, I want to hear the three story.
0: losses then. The two wins with the Rose Bowls.
1: They they've played uh, USC three times and lost to them three times. At the Coliseum, California. Wow, really? And they haven't played what, what, since the what, '60s. You, oh, yeah, so that's the last time they played. Yeah. Well, Imagine even, that. that's
2: even like before OJ.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm just, sure he was alive in the '60s. He was alive. He yeah. just wasn't yeah. so. Is the cold. For <laughs>
2: <laughs> it is remarkable, like, if you oh my go God. if you go to the Coliseum. They they play a video before the game of all of these great moments from Coliseum history, mm-hmm. and they show OJ running and scoring a touchdown. Which OJ is one of the best running backs of all time. You only understand it's just the whole murder
1: thing. Yeah, definitely.
2: But hey, you got the Heisman. I mean, if he had done it, he got the Heisman Trophy, and they can never take that away from you unless you uh, kill your ex wife uh, and a
0: waiter. Or shout out to Norm McDonald. Shout out to Norm McDonald. Or oh yeah, or, or or take money from a businessman. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, but then they give it back. I used to get commercial out of it.
1: So uh, can you tell me um, who currently has the active win streak uh, in college football? Oh, it's,
2: it's Georgia. How many? 15. 15. Um, 15. 16. 16.
1: 16 in a row. Are Troy really? is second place. Troy. twa At Wait. 11.
0: Which Georgia's record? 13,
1: 14-0. 14-0. they won the last two games. Oh, and the two. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I forgot actually. about the semifinals. <laughs> yeah, my uh, So yeah, Troy's in second with eleven. Fresno State has nine. Washington has seven. FSU is six. Pitt and Air Force with five. Huh.
2: Here's a, a trivia. Here's a question for you. Uh, I don't trivia know if you, can, if you can look this up for us. Uh, what's the all, What's the all-time? Most number of wins in a row in college football. Uh,
1: I think it's Oklahoma. Yeah,
0: fifty three. That's a lot. Maybe. Yeah.
1: Oh, so um, what is the all time? Um, what is okay? So Georgia has sixteen in a row. Where does that rank all time for University of Georgia win streaks? For Georgia win streaks?
0: Yeah. <sighs> um, it's gonna be pretty high. Second.
1: Yes. Uh, from 1979 to 1981, they won 15 in a row. Uh-huh. From 1941 to 1942, they won 15 in a row. From 1945 to 1947, they won 17 in a row.
0: So if they win this game... They're,
1: they're going to beat that. And
0: then they win next year. It's against just the
1: first game, whoever the first game is.
0: Tennessee
2: Martin.
1: Oh, yeah, it would be the all-time... <laughs> I mean, at that point... Tennessee
0: Martin is the playwright yeah, for the last Hal- menagerie, right? Yeah so, yeah.
1: so if they... Let's say if they beat TCU... How... Looking at next year's schedule... Tennessee-Martin. I mean, so that would be 18. Ball State, which is supposed to be Oklahoma, wasn't. 19. South
2: Carolina. 20. UAB. 21. At Auburn. I think we feel pretty comfortable. 22. Kentucky. 23. At Vanderbilt. 24. The cocktail party. 25. Uh, home against Missouri. 26. Uh, home against Mississippi. 27. At Tennessee. 28 and at georgia tech 29 look at us by the look way at us, just being like yeah yeah,
1: yeah. it's just I mean, hard to see us it's hard to today. even
2: imagine them losing they say literally three days after we assumed they were going to lose <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh that's life as a force fan
1: it is it is um yeah i think that's all the kind of little nuts and bolts and nuggets oh i found this interesting um you can just tell that Georgia's hit a new gear, hit a new level uh, in the past five or six years that Kirby Smart has been here. In Kirby Smart's tenure as coach, and I know some of these were rigged recruits that he was coaching in the earlier. there's been 50 Georgia players drafted from the 2016 draft to the 2022 draft, 50 drafted. There were 54 Georgia players drafted from the years 2006 to 2015. Wow.
2: That's a good... It's, it's been that's crazy. That's a factoid. Guys. That's a great factoid. It's been crazy. Factoid.
1: Oh, oh, one more thing. All-time wins. Hmm. Georgia, Tennessee, and USC, because they blew it and lost to Tulane today, They're all life. have... 867 wins and are tied for ninth. So a win not only gets you the second national championship in a row, it gets you ninth place by yourself and putting Tennessee and Southern Cal in their rear view for all-time wins.
0: That's amazing, right? That is amazing. Yeah. Um so when one of the things that I keep thinking about. Um, with the streak we're on, is that there's entirely a world that if Georgia wins this game, Scott, what's what's the first game we're going to be a danger of? I mean, even look, yeah. we don't we. There are a lot of unknowns, right? Yeah. So, but this time last year, we would have never thought we're going to have 15 guys drafted no, and still and, be in No, and position. then
1: even after the the draft happened, you're kind of like, well, we'll probably take a step back take a step next back? year. We're, we're better? We're better? I mean, I mean record-wise, yeah, they're undefeated. I mean, I mean I, last so, year they had a loss. They didn't and, win and, the SEC last year. And that's the
0: incredible thing about this. It's like, I think this team is better than the team was last year. The defense last year was demonstrably better across the board. Demonstrably better is a is kind of kind of a big thing, but they were demonstrably better.
1: Yeah, but the operative word you said was team. 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 So but this year's
0: iteration of this team, I think they know a little more who they are. Yeah. <laughs> right? I think we've seen that. And I don't want to get too existential, but it's interesting to me as we look at this. Um I'm, I'm going to look up, have Chad look up next year's schedule. Because
1: well, think, will just went over it. Um, I think
0: we're just like at least four to start, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you have you know at Tennessee, Martin, and Ball State. So you definitely you, you beat TCU. You're going to get the all-time University of Georgia football, uh, you know, win streak going. I mean, all-time.
0: Yeah. So so I
1: think I think realistically, you could try to be concerned about next year's team. I, you know, when Will said Ole Miss, I kind of paused because. You know, I know it's in Athens, which is a good thing. But I think that's when you're going to start thinking. I mean, maybe Florida, but they had a losing season, and got housed by Oregon State, so I'm not really worried about that. But yeah, I mean, it could be a it could be run up into the twenties. Yeah,
2: let's so, win this one first, though.
1: Yeah, no, I'm saying if we win, <laughs> yeah. this, yeah.
0: So Georgia, so the the longest win streak is Oklahoma at 47 from 53 to 57, um, and then like the I mean, there's been the Miami has kind of the modern streak. Uh, 2000, 2002 with 34, and then um, like kind of the most recent was UCF's 25 game win streak from 17 to 18. Um, and I, uh, I, I think the thing that that gets us the if if so if we win this game and eight more that gets us to um, tied for 20th with uh, Alabama. Who from fifteen to 16, sixteen one twenty six?
1: Um, I think that would be a and that's, modern, and
0: that's totally, that's totally on on par, right? It's on the table. On the table, got to win this game.
2: Yep. Um, should we talk before? Now, should we talk? Should we make our picks and then talk about our own exp, what we're all doing for the game?
0: Yeah, I Is, think that's good. Yeah,
2: I can go
1: first. Right. Um, so, as y'all uh, heard in our uh, Peach ball preview, I uh, was talking about how. I thought Georgia. You know, I was referencing the fact they used, they played Ohio State 30 years ago to the day, and I I picked a score similar, just with touchdowns, no no field goals included on it. But I also mentioned how I wanted um, TCU to win or I was pulling for TCU for Michigan because my mom went to TCU. Um, it is special. Um, you know, it's not it's not lost on me that um, this should be a really special family moment for my mom and me, um, you know, with her being a TCU grad, but with her Alzheimer's, that's not the case. Um, so, you know, I, I don't, I, you know, I, I, just, I recently did a, a film for um, the mayor of Winterville um, about Alzheimer's and to raise awareness for Alzheimer's, which will be coming out later this year. Um, but it really kind of uh, plugged me into, you know, just how awful of uh, disease it is and how, you know, any kind of awareness, you know, because you think, you know, people that probably are going through it, but guess what? Those people aren't really broadcasting. It's one of those things been dealing with it in my life for 10 years. It's just more, it's just a, it's not something that you can root like, Hey, we're going to beat this because there's, there is no beating it. Um, you know, it's not like when you have a cancer, um, diagnosis and you feel like, you know, you're going to, you know fight fight against it there's 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 really no fight it's just you're holding on for dear life and you're slowly losing your grip. It's like climbing a gravel hill, a very steep- gravel hill hill you know it just can't do it so um it's a special thing you know just just i don't know if if you're into supporting causes or anything, but any kind of research for something like that um is is, uh, is really worthwhile. And, you know, I, I'd like to think that, uh, my, my mom and me will have some kind of kindred, uh, I guess, you know, competition with each other for this. But, um, but, uh, I'm glad it's going to be Georgia versus TCU because I grew up with TCU hats. My dad went to Emory. My mom went to TCU. Emory doesn't have a football team, even though there's a funny story. when My mom and dad met my mom trying to make small talk with my dad said, well, are you a big, emory football fan he was like go to every game 50 yard line tickets i i, I love i love hearing him tell that undefeated. story yeah undefeated and she's like great i love football
2: i'm watching the game right now." right right <laughs>
1: um so yeah i was a, i was a tcu fan long before i was ever a georgia fan so this is a very special game for me having said that <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah I, have, I don't have any affiliation to it that hat doesn't fit anymore so i still have it, it doesn't fit um, but uh, but yeah, I thought that Georgia would win by two touchdowns over Ohio State. I predicted thirty five to thirty one. Um, my wife uh, was close with the, the thirty eight. I'm going to go with the thirty eight. I'm going to bump it up a, a jackpot field goal on this. I don't think that he will miss any. I think he will be one for one on field goals. And uh, and I think TCU score TCU scores uh, twenty four. So I think that Georgia. Settles their stomach, settles all of our anxiety, and uh, wins pretty easily, thirty-eight to twenty-four.
2: Yeah, I, I listen. We've seen Georgia win this game a lot this year. Yep. Teams that are not better than TCU because they're not in the national championship game. TCU's the national championship game, but are if not built, uh, if not necessarily playing the exact way as TCU, constructed in a similar way to TCU. And a team that... Listen, TCU has beat a lot of people this year because they've had a puncher's chance. And they've they've done it, and that is incredible. And they still actually lost a game. Georgia has actually not lost a yeah, game. I feel like I just pointed that out. There's always this kind of weird idea, like, wow, TCU just finds a way to win. Well, I mean, Georgia has actually not lost any games this year. So I think that uh, the idea... I, if anything, that the Ohio State, State game kind of taught me a little bit about this team... Georgia doesn't win games just because it has talent. They can actually, this is the thing about you. We learned about Georgia from that game. That's one of the reasons that game was so exciting is Georgia can win, even when they're facing a team that's just got just much, much more talent and is actually playing better than they are. Uh, TCU has done that as well. Um, but they don't have the talent that Georgia does. And they have lost the game to a team that just got smoked by Alabama. I feel a blotch point. Um Listen. This feels like this feels like a game where Georgia is one gonna want to. My my one prediction of this game: if they win the toss, they're taking the ball. Hmm. I think Georgia would love to get the lead. And like, if Georgia can get a fourteen-zero lead or like a two-possession lead, I think then you're seeing man ball or man ball spread. I think I think you're seeing that, and I think they're really good at that. And frankly, if Georgia falls behind fourteen nothing. Um, I think they're better equipped to come back than Michigan was, and Michigan came back. So uh, I think there's a lot. And I do I think that Dugan uh, plays better this game uh, than he did last game? I do. Uh, I just don't think it's enough. I think... Um, after two absolutely thrilling semifinal games, I think this is people will people will grumble uh, about this one. Um, I think Georgia. I'm taking Georgia 41-21.
0: Nice. Yeah, I'm with Will. <laughs> My overriding thought here is that <clears throat> this game is going to be fun for us, <laughs> and exactly what. The people at ESPN oh, yeah. worried about with TC and Georgia in this game, right? They had to want a, a rematch of Michigan-Ohio State. And, and I'm not saying they are... I'm or not, even a rematch of Michigan-Georgia. Or Michigan-Georgia, whatever. Yeah. They're, they're, I'm not saying they're putting their thumb on the scale, but, yeah. you know, Ohio State is one of the biggest brands, and that game drew the highest ratings yeah. for five, in college football this season, right? Um. I just don't think it's going to happen. As I laid out earlier, I think there are at least three things and probably four that need to happen for TCU to be able to win this game. Um, You know, any two of them happen, the game is 10 points, 14 points. Uh, But the reality is, I just, it's hard to see them happening. Um, Yeah, Georgia's defense has been suspicious. We're going to see some more of that, uh, but just not suspicious enough for Georgia not to be able to run the ball. I can't quite go to 41 because I think Georgia probably jumps on the lead here and sits on them in a way and runs the ball on them. I mean, look, Georgia runs for 265 yards. Um, they make it 41 by accident. They make accident. it 41 by accident. <laughs> right, that's exactly what I was about to say. So, uh, but I think it's probably closer to 30, what's it called, 37, 20, um, you know, a couple field goals here and there, but they're going to get desperate and start going forward and 4th down in 3rd and 4th quarter and just, like, stack the deck against them. Yeah. So. It would be nice to get one that... So what's the final score? was uh, oh, sorry, 3720. 3720.
2: It'd be nice to have... I have to say, it is actually... After the madness and chaos of last year's national championship game and mm-hmm. in this last semifinals... If you get a chance to have a...
0: Hey, you know what? Fourth quarter is a party. Harken, harken back to the Orange Bowl.
2: Yeah, fourth quarter is a party. Right. Fourth quarter is a party. Right. Um, uh, that is... Um, that, that, that I don't want to get ahead of myself, cause that, but that, that's kind of yeah. what I think is going to happen.
0: I mean, the, the great news is, because Will, you and I will be there, mm-hmm. uh, it will be happening... Uh, like, last year, we didn't get back to the Airbnb until like oh, yeah. 1 o'clock yeah, before right. we opened the bottle of bourbon that oh, we yeah. bought for celebration. And... <laughs> you know, that was a – I swore I was, also it was watch. colder. It was also colder. <laughs> um, but you know, it was probably four thirty when I went to bed. Yeah, yeah. And I swore I was gonna wake up and watch the sunrise over Market Square and I'll be dog if I didn't wake yeah. up and watch sunrise because you could see the corner of Market Square out of my Airbnb. I didn't go out it's 'cause it was fourteen degrees. Um but you know, this game happens at four thirty. We are going to be I mean, oh, yeah. we're gonna be out even if we win, we'll be out of the stadium by nine thirty yeah, yeah. um Pacific time. Specific time. Uh, Pacific time so there should be some. If we win this game, it could be a lot longer ramp up time. Yeah. I
2: will be in the press box, but if they win this game, I will be stopping by you because both our Airbnbs are within walking distance yep. of the stadium. Yeah, uh, the address for Tony's. Yeah, go ahead and that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so they're both in walking. So I will be. Uh, I, 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 it would be fun to uh, keep that
1: tradition going if, if if possible. Yeah, and then we will have uh, instant reaction potentially if things. What go did, well. did
0: we do it last year? I feel like we yes it, we did. It I, is, I held my phone up, and it was basically yeah, all yeah. of us yelling. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> don't go back and listen. Um, yeah. So, no, I'm going out. I have, a, as things work out, I have a conference in San Diego this week. It gets over Sunday. Got to work some mysterious ways. And, um, you know, we are, uh, Wayne and Tiffany are flying out on Saturday. My man, John DuPont from Pierce County, uh, who is the play-by-play announcer for the Pierce County Bears. Did play-by-play for every Stetson Bennett home game. We only mm-hmm. watch him play in one game in his entire group because he's normally doing football on Fridays. Uh, he's going to be able to come out and watch the game uh, in Los Angeles, meet us in L.A. And, um, I, you know, I, I love road games. I love road games. It's a lot of fun. Uh you know we had a great time last year at the National Championship game even though it was far less social uh and it was I, just so cold it was so cold but I think <laughs> but here's the thing LA is different than Indianapolis yeah. right because everything's so spread out I mean people are going to be staying in Newport Beach people are going to be staying right, in Santa Monica people will be staying downtown um so you know it's going to be a lot more probably like the Rose Bowl was where yeah. you'd see people randomly at places yeah. um but I think the vibe is going to be uh, do not be confused. They're going to be a lot of TCU fans there because they should be mm-hmm. excited, and they are. Uh, but and I, I think, feel like is
2: going to make another one of these. I don't know if TCU's going to make another one of these.
0: Yeah, yeah but anyway. I think there's going to be a ton of Georgia fans based on the playing prices. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and for what
2: it's worth, uh, I have been to SoFi before. I was at the Super Bowl last year. It is, they spent like a billion dollars on it, and you can tell. <laughs> it is a... Gorgeous! I'm
0: looking forward to it. Gorgeous
2: stadium. I'm looking it, forward to it. I, I always... I, I did the podcast with well, podcast with Elsie Granderson, and we did a whole show talking about how, like, oh, this is a stadium where it legitimately feels like you are watching a game in outer space. Like, it feels... Because The way that's designed, because you're indoors but you're outdoors, it's mm-hmm. a difficult thing to describe. It is a brilliantly designed stadium. It is. It feels like the future. I thought Mercedes-Benz did a really great job of feeling like, oh, this is the direction stadiums are going to be going now. SoFi is the exemplar of that. It is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful stadium while still feeling... Uh, it feels big and huge and new without having that antiseptic uh, a corporate. I mean, it's a corporate building. It's freaking named SoFi Stadium, but it feels it's it's
0: it's a really really nice stadium. So I would I, I think people will really enjoy it. I'm looking forward to comparing it to Mercedes-Benz Stadium because I think Mercedes-Benz. Is, I think it's great. I think is great. I, look, I think I, SoFi's better.
2: Uh, I think Mercedes-Benz is incredible. It's stadium. incredible for the yeah. size.
0: Oh yeah, I I'll have to say last year at the Orange Bowl, I didn't know what to expect from whatever they call yeah. it now, Hard Rock Stadium. I want to call it Joe Robbie, but <laughs> uh, I didn't know what to expect. But I had fairly high in the end zone seats. Sidelines are great, right. um, I... Every place I've sat in Mercedes Benz sightlines are great. Yeah. I'm sure I'm going to have seats uh, almost high enough to direct traffic in LAX, but I expect sidelines to be great because you spend one point one, you spend one point one billion dollars mm-hmm. on the stadium. It should be that way. It's one. incredible. It is absolutely great. And, and for the
2: record, is also right next. To the old uh, Los Angeles Forum. Forum, yeah, it's right next to it. So, and the forum is still open. Like it's still is it really. Oh yeah, uh, Eddie Vedder. When I was there for the Super Bowl. Eddie Vedder was playing a show there that week. So they still do shows there. The forum is still open. I assume he sold the tickets by mail or something. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, definitely not Ticketmaster. When he's not a monster, <laughs> um, but that's more for the Taylor Swifters of the world. Um, but the point is, is that like uh, it's a gorgeous stadium. I used to live in Los Angeles. My dirty secret is I would love. To retire to Los Angeles. Los Angeles is one of my favorite. I mean, I, think I lived in New York for 13 and a half years, but really loves Los Angeles, which you're not supposed That's to do wild. when uh-huh. you live in New York. But uh, I love Los Angeles, and I'm. Uh, I don't I, hate
0: Los Angeles. I, I don't. I
2: don't love Los Angeles, yeah. but I don't hate Los Angeles. I I I I, 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 I think I'm,
0: it gets a bad rap.
2: I'm actively excited to be in Los Angeles. I really I miss it, and I have a lot of friends there. I'll see Tim Grierson. Yeah, so Tim. My friend David Hershey. My friend AJ's out of town, unfortunately, but uh, but I'll get to uh, I'll get to uh, I'll get to see my people. I I love Los Angeles.
0: I'm a little bummed. I won't get to meet Tim, but y'all are having dinner before get out there yeah so, yeah,
2: so we'll uh, and he doesn't I think he didn't even know the Super Bowl was happening first year, so, um,
0: <laughs> but uh, alright everyone well, well hey and we'll do and if we win we will have some sort of post game yell into my yeah. phone and uh, then we'll podcast. do a wrap up one way
2: yeah. or the other when we all get back
1: are you doing a video this time Scott I don't know I always just say just I'm not pictures, gonna just, pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just take a stay pictures. tuned just like and subscribe Joavi Films YouTube and yeah. maybe maybe something will pop up
2: alright cool. right, well hey everyone have a safe trip if you're going out there have a safe trip Enjoy yourself out there, and uh, otherwise, Georgia gets to play in the national championship game. This is kind of exciting again. So dumb. Until then, go
1: dogs. Go dogs. And thanks so much for listening. Uh, like Will and Tony said, if the dogs win, uh, check your podcast player because who knows when that instant reaction. We'll go up, and what it'll sound like. It'll be brief, but it might be memorable. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter, at WSLS Podcast, uh, and yeah, follow at 76apparel on social media as well. Good luck to all you road dogs flying out west, whether you uh, make it into Las Vegas, or Long Beach, or LAX itself. Uh, you know, Make sure to wear your red and black proudly. And uh, as always, go dogs. Oh, you know what I forgot? We'll see you on campus in April.